Bits and Beats Daily. I am your host, Tony Fry. Hope you're having a great week. Today we are talking about one of the first Beatles songs, really, uh, Love Me Do. And there's an interesting history to Love Me Do that I know a lot of people know bits and pieces about, but we're going to talk about it and see if we can uh, shed some new light on it from some different sources. The um, song was released in the UK on October 5th, 1962 as a single. It uh, eventually peaked at number 17 on the UK singles charts. A couple years later, on April 27th, 1964, it got its American release where it shot up to number one and spent 14 weeks in the top 100. Um, And uh, was the fourth song the Beatles had to hit number one in the same year. They would end up doing six. Um, But by April 27th in 1964, April, they'd already had four number one hits in 1964. An incredible run of success that they had that really didn't slow down ever, really. Uh, Three different drummers have been recorded playing this song. All three drummers have their versions released in some fashion. So we've got first um, on the Past Masters CDs, that's Ringo on drums. And then on Please Please Me, the album, that's Andy White on drums. And on Anthology, on anthology well, that's a hard thing to say, on Anthology 1, Pete Best is on drums. And uh, if you listen to Anthology 1, and maybe I should have put this on the Spotify playlist, the drumming is really not good. He's trying, but he's really doing more than the song deserves, maybe, requires, needs, I don't know. But he starts slipping into this quasi-Latin groove, and it's just, it doesn't work at all. Um, So they go into the recording studio June 6, 1962. It's a two-hour session. It's a, their audition session, essentially. Uh, and in that two-hour session, they record Besame Mucho, which is a cover that they did a lot, which is also on Anthology. They, they record P.S. I Love You, an original, and Ask Me Why, an original, and Love Me Do. Now, on this session, it's Pete Best on drums. Okay? And... Um, a lot of these tapes have been lost and there's all sorts of weirdness because the Beatles weren't the Beatles yet. So they weren't as careful as they would end up being, you know, just a few months later, really. And then, uh, between that audition and their next trip to Abbey road, uh, which is going to be September 4th. So we're going June, between June 6th and September 4th. Um, they can Pete best and brought on Ringo who was at the time the best drummer in Liverpool. Okay. And this was kind of at George Martin's request, their producer. He said, Pete Best just isn't good. And they argued. It was, there was a fight, you know, it was uh, the Beatles argued that he's good live. And George Martin argued that, well, being good live is not being the same as being good in the studio. You need someone who's good in the studio. And they acquiesced and they did the right thing because, you know, Ringo, is Ringo and and it's hard to believe that the Beatles would have been the same 
without him because so much of their success was tied into their personalities, especially in the early days. And Ringo was a critical component to that personality that Pete Best just never was. Even Paul said, you know, the three guys, John, Paul, and George, would go out partying and going places together, and Pete Best would go back to his mom's house. So he just wasn't the same personality type. And uh, who knows how the history of popular music would have changed if they would have insisted on sticking with Pete. So anyway, in that, what, three months between June and September, uh, they they dump Pete Best. So then on September 4th, 1962, they do a recording session of How Do You Do It and Love Me Do. How Do You Do It, which was a hit by Jerry and the Pacemakers, was uh, obviously not a Lennon and McCartney song. And George Martin really wanted them to to release that as the first single. And their their version of it is a little bit half-hearted um, and not nearly as good as Jerry and the Pacemakers, which I think was probably intentional. I think they were kind of half-assing it a little bit just so that it wasn't good enough for a single because the band wanted to do originals. So they do How Do You Do It and Love Me Do. This is with Ringo on drums. So this is September 4th. 62 Ringo's on drums. Then September 11th, 1962, just a week later, the band returns. They record PS I Love You, Love Me Do, and Please Please Me because the, the week before um, the Love Me Do sessions were deemed unacceptable, which is funny because they would eventually be released. Also, incidentally, Ringo doesn't drum on How Do You Do It. Oh, wait, never mind. Strike that. So we're at September 11th. Um, this version of Love Me Do features Andy White on drums and Ringo on tambourine. So if you're confused by what you're listening to, if there's tambourine on the recording, then Ringo is not on drums. And if there's not tambourine, that is Ringo on drums. Because both versions, the September 4th, fourth uh, recording and the September 11th recording have appeared. It's a one's on past masters. Like I said, one's on the please, please me album. Um, so they, they have official releases and that's that. So we've got three different over the course of, of three months between June 6th and September 11th, 1962. We have three different drummers on three different tracks of love me do which if we're going to get into it is one of the dumbest songs is it catchy of course it's a lennon and mccartney jam it's catchy the words are stupid the arrangement is boring i i really think if it would i mean what am i what do i know it was a number one song who cares but i think it really needed to be electric guitars and a little quicker beat, you know, closer to please, please me uh, as far as energy level. There's just no energy on this recording. And maybe it's because they were going through the, the over and over recording process over and over and over again for this song. But you'd think, knowing that they wanted to make it their first single, you'd think that there would be a little bit more energy in the room. Paul's bass line, hardly groundbreaking. For the most part, he's just doing roots and fifths on the first and third beat of every measure, which is just this. 
not very exciting. Uh, there's some acoustic guitar strumming. You've got John's harmonica playing, which although it was a, uh, a pretty important part of their overall sound in the early days, nobody's confusing John for being one of Rock's great harmonica players. Um, he's adequate. He can bend some notes. I mean, he's better than me, but, you know, there will be better harmonica players soon after. Um, and that's about it. The The song is in the key of G. It never deviates from the key of G. It, it, uh, it maintains just three chords. Root, subdominant, dominant, or tonic rather, not root. We've got G's, C's, and D's. That's it. Um, the, the verse alternates between one and five. Uh, one, five, one, I'm sorry, four, four, one, four. One. The one cool thing, the Love Me Do, which is sung by Paul uh, on top of John's harmonica, does have a flat three, but the chord is playing a major three. So you've got this. Which is cool, and um, Paul sang that reluctantly because John had to play the harmonica, and even Paul said it would have been better had John sang it because he was had the bluesier voice, at least at the time. Um, that's neither here nor there. Then we get to the bridge, and it just goes to five, which is pretty common. And they're they're just doing five, four, one. Very simple, folky, rudimentary um, chord progression. Not a very exciting arrangement. Then there's the words. Now, on one hand, I can interpret the words to be kind of cool, actually. If you take the do in Love Me Do and don't attach it to the first phrase, but attach it to the next phrase. So now he's singing love, love me. Do you know I love you? Okay, that changes it. It's not really what they intended, I don't believe. But it kind of makes the song a little bit more lyrically understandable. Love, love me. Do you know that I love you? I'll always be true, so please, please. But then that whole thing falls apart because then they say, love me do. And it just lays there. It's just a dumb phrase maybe it was something people said in 1962 but uh love me do is just you could only get away with this in a pop song ringo would later cover this song on his 1998 album vertical man it's a cool little arrangement i think steven tyler of aerosmith is playing harmonica on it uh but it's still love me do and i think he he said at the time, if I remember correctly, that he recorded it because he didn't get a chance to record it with the Beatles. But that's a bad memory there because we just talked about he recorded it with the Beatles 
on September 4th, 1962, and his version is released. So that's Love Me Do. There's not a lot to write home about this. I don't. I, we've already spent uh, about six times much longer talking about it than it was take to listen to it. You can listen to it on our Spotify playlist for Kinks and Beats Daily, where I put all of this week's episodes up there free to listen to ahead of time. Go ahead and give me a call, 925-494-1739, and let me know what your favorite or least favorite Beatles and Kinks songs are. If you've got a personal story about one or just want to talk about something or you want to correct me on a past episode, give me a call or a text message at 925-494-1739. And of course, you can reach me at kinksandbeats at herohabit.com and follow me at herohabit on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Tomorrow, we are going to one of my favorite Kinks albums and talking about The Contenders. And then, uh, yeah, that's tomorrow. All right. I will talk to you then. Have a great day. Thanks for listening. Swing by Apple, iTunes, podcast, whatever it's called, and leave me a five-star rating and review. All right. Thank you so much. Have a great day. I will talk to you tomorrow. This podcast is presented by the Hero Habit Podcast Network. Swing by HeroHabit.com today to comment on this episode and poke around our growing database of sports and pop culture news, reviews, and collectibles. HeroHabit.com. Collect your heroes.